Leonard Cohen suggested, there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. This viral crack gives us a chance to create something new and better. So let's talk about back to different and let the light in. Anyhow, here, here I sit looking at the video of a new friend, Eileen Bild, and behind her is the screen that has to do with the work. And it says, cheers, um, dreams, vision, passions. And she's, she's playing dodgeball, trying to get out of the way so I can read everything. But dreams and passion and visions is certainly good enough for me. And cheers at the bottom. So... What I would like to do, Eileen, is start, as I usually do, is ask you to just kind of briefly um, tell us how you got here. Not like a CV, but like your story. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, I'll give you the Reader's Digest because we could talk for hours and days <laughs> about my story. But the um, the basis of the foundation of it is um, I went from being a little... Uh, uh, disempowered, or you could say, uh, just not quite in my full authenticity. Mm -hmm. And as you are aware, the universe has its way of pushing us in the direction that we need to go. So I eventually stopped screaming and kicking along the way and surrendered to the process. And one thing led to another to where I received my master's in transpersonal psychology and then uh, got my certification in life coaching, but I call myself a breakthrough spark coach. And then in 2014, this process of, um, uh, of thinking. So my foundation is all about how we think, our belief systems, our perceptions, um, in order to be who we are in the world, but not of it, and feel like we belong and to be successful in whatever our endeavors are. So this uh, core thinking blueprint method actually came through me. And, and I realized a couple of years later, once I started working with people with this method, that it was a culmination of all the things that I had been through and the things I had learned over the years. And it presented itself in this process and method. So then that led to uh, my learning to honor my skills, my gifts, my natural abilities, and I'm a, I'm a creative artist by nature. And I look at things from a big picture perspective. And throughout my life, people have always come to me to open up, to share their, share their story and to talk about uh, whatever uh, challenges they may be having. And, and I seem to always have the right answer or you know something that could help them and, and I would hold space. And I've been told, you're not just peaceful, you are peace. So I've taken, yeah, so, so I've taken, you know, the, the different um, parts of my life and the different things that have showed up that I've stepped into willingly and um, giving it a try. And, and it seems to have all fit into place to where now there's the hotel universe. And I have people coming to me saying, I want you to help me with my visions, passions, and dreams. So it's if, if I look back and do that hindsight, I realized that 
I've always been guided my whole life to be where I am today. I just had to catch up to it and I had to allow it. And, um, and now that I'm in it, it's a beautiful, just amazing um, experience. Wow. Lots of stuff there. Um, that, that was, that was, that was not long, but it was jam packed, you yes. know, um, a couple things. And then, and then I, I want to uh, ask you a, at least one question, probably more about what you just said. Number one is, I think you said that, that things that you said as you sort of transformed into this, place this time this this you um some of the things just showed up and some of the things you heard yourself say and you know i work with people and have for the past well i've been a teacher all my life but in particular the, the past 25 years and same with the podcasting one of the things that has probably always happened but i didn't i wasn't paying attention was that I find myself, and the same with the uh, work I do when I when I write. I say myself, I find myself saying things that I needed to hear. And absolutely, yes. That, you know, as 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 I said, I think I think I missed it before, not because it wasn't there, but because I was not paying attention. It, it's it's like. Years ago, I walked out of the grocery store and the, the sky, there were storms coming in. The, the, the sky was like the beginning of a Steven Spielberg movie. You know, it was so freaking incredible. And everybody who came out of the store, they all thought I was drunk or something. But every, <coughs> everyone who came out, I said, look at that. And most of them just went, yeah, and just walked on. And I thought, how can you not be mesmerized and transfixed by this? It's like, what are you missing? So the the second thing and um, is that maybe it's not our capacity that's really the one of the bottom lines. I'm, I'm not big into the answer, but one of the answers. Maybe it's our distractions and 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 are feeling like like we we need to push harder to understand as opposed to we need to back off to understand. Oh, I, I can't agree with you more. And um, the word that kept popping up as you were talking was being present. When we're present in that observer perspective, which I live my life from observation versus uh, being in as a participator in the chaos and the and the noise. So I've learned to step back, step out, and, and observe, and then participate and become a part of with discernment, you know, with um, um, conscious awareness, with that higher knowledge and awareness of um, what has been brought before me, how do I respond, not react, but how do I respond to this, and does it feel good? I'm all about does this feel good? And can I take this with me in that next step so that I can enjoy life? I mean, think about how many people today have forgotten to live. I mean, truly live. And, and they're stuck, you know, they're stuck in this, this maelstrom of, of repeated experiences and they feel like they're getting hit by two by fours and they can't seem to get off that hamster wheel. 
And what I've been able to achieve is all of that has just fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and life is happening through me, not to me, but through me, for me, for others, because I'm here for a purpose. I know there's, there's people out there that say, oh, you know, there, there's a lot of talk now about there is no purpose or there's the opposite of, you know, you've got to have a purpose. But I look at purpose as why am I, you know, I ask that question, why am I here? What is my spiritual, my soul uh, desire and am I in alignment with that? And I know I'm in alignment when my days go uh, I go through my day in the flow and I'm present and I'm listening and I'm observing and there, there's, um, there's no question as to what's happening or why it's happening. And when you, when you get yourself into that, that mindset and positive mindset, you know, a lot of people live in fear, uh, worry of the, the future. It's, sticking and, and, you know, making decisions in the now based on the past. And if we can learn to be in the present, being present, consciously and aware of what is being brought to us, you know, what is being brought to me? What are those golden nuggets? Where, where is that invisible hand trying to guide me on that path? And, um, it's, it's an amazing place to be because nothing bad can happen. You know, I, I look at life as a series of conversations and experiences. That's all it is. It's not good or, good or bad, right or wrong. Uh, I sometimes question why, why some things may happen. But we can always look back at looking at the, the dots that connect it all. And it can then... And, to me, it always inevitably goes to the thinking at the time that it all started and, and the reaction or the action that was taken. Uh, I love it. Um, you know, I'm, I, am, I am old enough to have been raised in a pretty traditional white middle class you know, you, you, you go to college, you graduate, you get married, you have 2.3 children, you have a career, you have 35 years, you move to Tampa, you know, in, <laughs> you know, th- th- this like, oh, I don't have to do anything except follow the rules. Um, but I'm also a child of the 60s, which is all about, you know what, the rules. <laughs> so uh, much <laughs> to my father's chagrin. Um, and we, we didn't talk for 30 years. Oh, no. Because he didn't like that I wanted, I was a teacher and a blues musician and stuff. He wanted me to run a business. I mean, that's what I was, I'm his namesake. So that's what I was supposed to do. We finally got back together like two months before he died because I was running a business. I mean, it's just, you know, it isn't a traditional business, but that was okay. So he was living in Mobile, Alabama, excuse me, Mobile, Alabama. So we got together and we had dinner together. And then a few months later, he went in for a very simple surgery and he never never came back. Mm -hmm. And that just fell, that just fell into place. And I didn't push it. I didn't, you know, it just all of a sudden it was there. And you know that one of, among other things, I work in the recovery community 
And one of my favorite phrases in the 12-step program is we will intuitively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. Absolutely. Yes, that intuitive skill, I think, is underused and not valued to the capacity that we can uh, honor that part of us. Because uh, as, as I'm sure you are uh, aware of, you know, everything is connected, everything's energy, everything uh, is working together in, in some amazing kind of machine that has principles. And, and when you understand those principles and how everything really, truly works, then magic happens and intuition is part of that magic. And it, it is still um, viewed with, or often viewed as by a whole lot of people as mumbo jumbo and hippy dippy and touchy feely. And it is dismissed because we don't have an algorithm for it. And there are no, there, there aren't enough metrics to show that it's profit, you know, all this, all this other thinking, you know, that like everything has to be quantified and measured. It has to be assigned an outline. And if you have one with a parenthesis, you have to have a two with a, you know, all these kind of <laughs> rules. Right. Who was it? Emerson or Thoreau? I said um, that most people live lives of quiet desperation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember who said that, but that, and that is true. And that's why, we do what we do with their child universe is to have a platform for people to have a voice for their passion, visions, and dreams and, and feel good about stepping into their authentic self and what is it that they really want to achieve in their life, no matter what age they are and no matter what has happened in the past up to that point of connecting with us. So I, I see a trend going on right now where... Uh, writing and books and videos of, of telling your story is huge people it's almost like a floodgate is open and people on some level feel like they have permission now to tell the story and not feel like they'll be judged or um misunderstood and, and i think because humanity has lived such a long time in judgment and people not feeling heard valued understood talking about corporations, you know, a lot of times it's a hierarchical uh, setup and the top people tell the bottom people what to do, how to do it, and there's no voice from the bottom up. And now people want to be heard. They want to feel a part of not just a cog in the wheel, not just a number. And so there's almost like a revolution going on in, um, in humanities, uh, you know, energy of, of wanting to shift us into a new, new way of being or a better way of being that um, can help people to live life, to, to live a fulfilling life and, and to get rid of that old thinking that um, you need to be X, Y, Z in order to be successful, in order to be uh, a valuable person. And I want to say that everyone matters. Everyone matters. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what your background is. We all come into this world the same way and we all leave this world, uh, you know, taking our last breath. So it's what do we do in that in-between state? And I'm 
also a child of the 60s. Um, so I'm kind of in my, my almost last chapter of my life. So I'm looking at what am I going to do with the rest of that in-between stay? And there's times that I'm given this quick flash of, okay, this is where you're at. This is your end. What are you going to do? And the more that I, I step into what I'm doing with Hotel Universe and honoring my, my gifts and my skills, the less I have that little blip because I am uh, uh, realizing and, and uh, coming to fruition that guidance that has been with me since the day I was born. And you mentioned earlier, you know, not being aware of seeing as you looked up at the sky, the beauty of that and the amazing visual that was in front of you. And if I look back from my birth to now, um, I had that awareness up to about age six or seven, and then I lost it. Yep. And we can we, we, we could probably have another talk show that talks about that aspect of life. And then I, quote unquote, reawakened at age 40. And that's where what I'm doing today started um, to really take hold and, and the process um, uh, started to, uh, to manifest. Well, this, this, um, this intelligence thing, which humans have, um, so, some more than others, I guess, but anyhow, we all have this. Number one, um, it, it, if think about the, the uh, whole human story, okay, however long, you know, when you went, all right, the first human was in this, whatever, however long, it's, it's reasonably long. And there's a teeny tiny sliver right at the end, right now, when we weren't struggling just to survive. I mean, it's, 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 it's like a heartbeat and this, this intelligence, which if you want to say kind of evolved to, to, so that we could survive because we aren't that fast and strong. We don't have big fangs and big claws and all this kind of stuff. So I, I don't think most of us, and I'm, I'm speaking for humanity, which is dangerous, but Hey, it's my show. I can say anything I want. Um, (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) Yeah, I can. I don't know that, that, that we as a, as a, as a subset of the universe are well-practiced in using this intelligence thing to, for discovery, for curiosity, for self-awareness, for wonder. Like, you know, you were talking little kids, right? We're all just tall children. We're yeah. just tall children. Some of us taller than others, but we're just, we're just tall children. We, 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 you know, we think like, Oh, I'm a grown up now. I got my suit and tie. No, 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 no. You're just, you got bigger feet than you used to have. And you know what you said, as soon as you said that about little kids, part of the gift of little kids in the universe, including us, cause we're just, we're, it's still us is that sense of, wow, acorns, Wow, they're so cool. They have little berets like French people and, you know, all that stuff that like like little kids watch. Let's watch the ants today. Let's just watch ants walk around. All of us still have that. Yes, I call that. Yeah, I call that the childlike wonder. Childlike wonder as opposed to childish, right? Which is. Uh Right. So 
it's there. We know it's there scientifically. We know it. We know it's there neurologically. We, we know that it's there. And there's so much that presses down against it. My, 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 my friend Bruce, when he introduces me to somebody I haven't met, he says, this is my friend, Mac. He's, he's the, he's the oldest kid I know. <laughs> I love that. I, that I tell great? my children, yes. And, and I tell my kids, I said, don't ever lose that sense of, you know, childlike wonder. I, I tell them, don't ever lose that. And, and one of my kids, I call him my renegade. He, uh, I love him to death. He, uh, he just, he, he never ceases to look at life from how can I have fun? No matter how old he continues to, to get, he, he has his toys and, you know, his souped up car and races it and, and motorcycles and you name it. And, um, and I love it. I love it because again, it goes back to uh, we get distracted by the external life and we forget to live we forget to be that childlike wonder and i think passion visions and dreams is that part of us that's seeking to to bring that back into our life yeah it's like the prisoner in in the cell rattling the bars you know please let me out please let me out and if we spend a lot of time in our life tamping that down that's not mature. That's put away my childish things. I have to earn a living. I have to be responsible. I have to be in charge. I have to control everything. I can't smile too much because people will be suspicious. I actually, sometimes when I go to, to my car, I skip. <laughs> That's great. And it freaks people out. It oh freaks God. people out. <laughs> I mean, that is funny. Oh, I'd have we, to see that. <laughs> why do we stop skipping? I mean, when you get heavier, it's a little harder, but it feels so good to skip. You, oh, it does. It does. And, and I have to I have to tell you, there's times when I've worked with people and, and they've let go of that burden and the, the weight on their shoulders, the monkey on their back. They do kind of skip out of the office. You know, they, they have that lightness about them now. So, um, you know, it, it's funny how the more you smile, those who are unhappy in life, the more they don't want you to smile because for whatever reason, they don't want to be happy. It's, it's painful for them. And um, something that, that's been rattling in my mind as we've been talking is uh, humanity has a, has a job to do, which is to unravel whatever has become the obstacle for, for humans, for people to be able to be in that space of what we're talking about, the, uh, the, the joy of life. And, um, you know, life is full of polarities. There's two sides of the coins always. So I, I ask people, which side do you want to be living on? Because it's, it's going to be one or the other. So why not choose, and life is all about choices, the one that's going to bring you the most joy, peace, happiness, and serenity. Is it, is it plausible, or um, does it make sense that, that a lot of us don't anymore realize that we have that choice? I, I believe that that is true. 
because they fall into the victim mindset that the world's against me. I can't, I won't. And um, when someone tells me, well, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you, this isn't going to work. And I say, uh, I don't believe that's true. And I tell them why. And then before we, we finish uh, our conversation, I'll say, I believe 100% that you're going to be okay or that this is going to work or whatever. And there's something in the, in the psychology of how we take in information and our brain processes it because the subconscious is always um, seeking to, to bring in information. And our life is really working from the subconscious, not the conscious. So we have to get beyond the mask, beyond the smoke and mirrors, beyond the walls. And when someone hears, you know, hearing is the last thing that goes when we're transitioning out of life. So conversation is very key and important. So when someone hears, I believe 100% you're going to be okay, or this is going to work, that subconscious grabs that. And then it starts working in the background to get you to adhere and, and to align with that uh, statement. So think about how many times people, when they're growing up, are told you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, yada, yada. And they take that on as a belief. So another part of my foundation is, is it my belief or is it somebody else's belief? And you'd be amazed, which you're probably already aware of, how many people walk around in life living from somebody else's belief system. Mm -hmm. And their own belief is suppressed under it. So a lot of the work that I do is to help people define, uh, to, to discern, well, is this something I believe or am I uh, you know, going through my life with something that was said to me when I was six or seven years old that I'm not going to amount to anything. You're not good enough. You can't, you aren't. And, and you're still holding on to that. So there's a lot of things that we have to unravel, undo, release, let go, heal from in order to be present back to what we began this conversation with in order to be present, conscious and aware so that we're living life on our terms and not on somebody else's or something else's. And that is so loving, but it's also so demonstrable hmm. and so measurable, not quantitatively, but qualitatively at, at the very least. And still, there are a lot of people who I think maybe maybe it frightens them, right? Better the, Absolutely, yes. What's the saying? Better the devil you know, right? And, and, yes, yes. Um, when I stop doing any chemical substances in my life. When I just, I just was done. I gave it up. I had a fear that if I saw things clearly like myself, what if I find that I'm just a jerk? Right, who am I? Yeah. Who, who am, am I? Really? And, and there is some, there is some trepidation there, but there's, um, I love to sail. And when I was a kid, I used to race. My father was incredibly competitive. So I, I was, and after a while, I hated it. Whether, whether, whether I won the race or lost the race, I got no joy from it at all. Oh, well, because, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because as soon as you win a race, you got to do the next race. Right. 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 So anyhow, that I, I changed. 
I still say I adore sailing, and it took me a while to realize why I adore it. I adore it because I control about 2% of the thing, and everything else is out of my control but needs my absolute attention. And I love being in that place. People say, when when I say, I'm going to go out sailing for three or four days, people say, well, where are you going to go? I, I said, I told you, I'm going to go out sailing. Yeah, but where are you going to go? That's where I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to go out and sail. Well, and then that goes back to what she said earlier about, you know, we have to have um, parameters. You know, we're, we're, we tend to box ourselves in and um, uh, the things that we do in life. And what we do is teach people and show people uh, get out of the box, get out of the box and explore and and. You don't have to live by the uh, the rules. Uh, you can define your own boundaries and your own rules within the the laws. You know, there's there's a difference between laws and rules, and uh, a lot of laws are being broken these days. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> but we don't we don't want to go into that. No, um, no. But but you know, I, I think when when we can let go and surrender. Uh, a whole other world opens up when we don't try to control, but we understand what is the controlling factor, and 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 be that rudder. You know, we can adjust the rudder, and we can adjust. Uh, I call it bend and flex. So you imagine yourself a tree, and you're centered and grounded. But when the storm comes, or when that that heavy wind comes and bends you. You know, you go with it. You don't want to resist it. And then when it's gone, you just come right back to center and grounded. And it, it's, as, I, as I've said, it, it's just a beautiful place to be because there is no fear. There's no room for fear. There's no room for uh, stress, anxiety. Uh, it doesn't exist. It can't exist because the energy is such a high vibration, such a high level of, of beingness that, the only thing that can happen is forward movement, the next step, and joy, because you know all that other distraction dis- literally disappears, and and you can define what and who comes into your life. Yeah, it ain't so bad. No, <laughs> it really is not so bad. Um, no, we've had you know we're we're getting ready to move, and we've had a series of setbacks just one thing after another for for about the uh, past week it's been like all right here i know something else is coming i know it's coming you know i know that the the light bulbs you know the the light fixture is going to fall or you know something well that's been what's happening Um, and hope my my wife and i have been in hysterics I mean, this kind of hysterics. We've been laughing. It's like, this is funny. It's funny. We still have food in the refrigerator. You know, we're still vertical. (laughs) We can still laugh. (laughs) And I don't know that taking it more seriously would curtail the series of of accidents or not. I don't care about that because that I don't control. (laughs) Right. But when I, when I, when I clear myself by, by, taking myself lightly and by going, you know, it's just, it's just a washer and dryer, you know, it, it's just a washer and dryer. 
right? Exactly. Oh, yes. And, and we have those experiences all the time. And, and sometimes I just have to take a deep breath and I look at the sky and I say, good, good job. Thank you. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 um, it's important to be a little lighthearted in, in the challenges of life in that, in those experiences where the little things, um, uh, you know, happen that you can look at and just kind of shrug your shoulders and, and clean it up and move on. And it's, it's, I have this thing that's been happening ever since I met my husband where I find a diamond two pennies and it is consistent since um, uh, he and I came together and I still question, okay, what does that diamond two pennies represent? Because I, I mean, I will find them in the most obscure places or I'll be walking in the parking lot and I'm guided to look down and, and sometimes they're grouped together. Sometimes it's just one penny and then I'm like, okay, I'll be getting another penny and a dime soon. And sure enough. And, um, you know, there's, there's been some very unusual and I call otherworldly experiences that we've had that we've learned to just laugh it off, you know, just mm. say, okay, there's, there's the universe showing us uh, not to take life so seriously. And that, um, you know, there's a whole nother dimension and, and world out there that's part of this right. physical dimension. And, and that I think is what keeps me uh, sane in the insane world and able to provide the platform one that we have and to help people to step into um, being a little lighthearted in fulfilling whatever they they are looking for in their life. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, okay. One is, in this time of <laughs> however you want to frame it, <laughs> what do you see opportunity-wise for you or us to come out of this with some growth, with some openness, with more love, more connection, more community. Where do you see those up? Do you think there are opportunities because of this very strange time? Oh, I love this question because um, as I said earlier, there's two sides of the coin always. And what we pay attention to, we get more of. When things shut down, we dove into developing uh, the Hotel Universe platform, and it has just blossomed like bigger and better than I could imagine and continues. So opportunity is always, always available to us, no matter what's going on in that explosive, external, chaotic um, uh you know, crazy world, because there's also within that a full, amazing, magical, uh, opportunist uh, world that when you step into it, the other one dissolves, <laughs> and, and right, and yeah. and the the path that you walk just magnetically brings more doors opening, more opportunities. So the people that are of the same mindset and uh i'm getting contacted daily now 
by people wanting to be a part of what we've created in some way, shape, or form, and um, uh, divisions of it, I like to say, because we have partners and alliances, and, right. and we, uh, we feature books, and we have all these different uh, parts of the business, and I'm going to be adding yet another one that I hadn't even thought of. But <laughs> somebody contacted me, and then I have a new friend who is also in um, – the area of, of this new division, which is going to be uh, people who do voiceovers. So we'll be providing opportunity for people to uh, be contacted to do voiceovers, whether it's for commercials or movies or whatever a need is. I would have, I mean, when I started this in, in 2020, I had no idea that that would become a part <laughs> of what we're doing. So it, it's part of that allowing and observing and just letting the pieces fall into place. It's almost like, okay, I built the foundation and now the pieces are starting to, you know, the walls are being, being the walls have gone up and now the individual rooms are being designed and decorated. And all I have to do is, is uh, sit back and, and let it come to me. And, and so for, for us, it's looking at what are the opportunities, what is uh, happening within our world that we can bring others on board so that they can be part of the the love, the joy, the peace, the the, um, the, the path that helps them to grow, helps them to evolve and transform. Because the other the other side of the coin is so disempowering, you know, it's it's debilitating. I mean, people are frozen in fear and, and stress and worry. And it's not that we don't pay attention and we're not aware, but we have to to live our life to where we're that support system for the people who um, struggle with that. Yeah. Somebody's gotta do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we volunteered or, or the universe volunteered us to do it. <laughs> a lot of people would hear what you just said and they would think that, that you're being passive, but it's not passivity at all. It not is at not all. passivity at all. No. So no. let me ask you, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's, it's a proactive, um, proactive listening, observing and acting in a way that we can still be in the world and still part of that other side of the coin, but not allow it to impact us in a negative way. Right. And and um, if you study what we do in all of our platforms, you'll see we're about inspiring, uplifting, encouraging. And like I said, someone's got to do that because otherwise the world will just totally fall apart if yeah. people didn't have someone to turn to to say help me get out of this you know how can i live a better life this too shall pass whatever's going on right now will pass history has an, an ebb and flow so why be caught up in that ebb and flow of the the down spiral the, the rabbit hole that that's been created when you can rise above it be in that pendulum swing of being on the, the 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 healthy mental side, the healthy physical side, and lead by example, pull more people out of that rabbit hole, yeah. and that and and then strength and numbers uh, are more powerful, right? So so we need more people 
who have a positive mindset, who are moving forward, taking that next step, getting themselves out of that fear, stress, anxiety, and doing something different to change their life in a way that they can feel good and feel happy. God forbid. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you a, a sort of a final question. Uh, somewhere, okay. somewhere down the line, uh, you have moved to a, another sphere or out of town or whatever. And your grandchildren are like five and six. Okay. Now, if they're already older than that, let's go back in time. We'll get in, okay. we'll get in the way back machine. Um, and they come home to their parents who are your children and say, we had, we had a lesson in school today and it was about the year 2020. And our teacher said it was really pretty upsetting and it was a hard time and everything. And then they ask your children, their parents, how did grandma act? Oh, gosh. And what would you like your children to tell their children? Oh, wow. I, you know what? I, I probably need to ask them how they would describe <laughs> me in that situation. Um, they would say, your grandma was different. <laughs> she beats to her own drum and she took the bull by the horn and did whatever she could to, to um, uh, create a life for herself and others that was meaningful and purposeful and, um, and helped uh, herself and others to, to move through that, that challenging time in life so that they could come out the other end um, unscathed and um, feeling good that, that that's in the past now and the future, has, the future is bright mm -hmm. and has opportunity. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. This has been fun. Um, you haven't seen the last of me or heard the last of me. Um, so I will be back in touch soon when once the the major appliance dust clears in my life. I have to Well, let's let's hope you don't have any more mishaps. <laughs> <laughs> and um I would love to meet Trevor too, because um you guys are like that, I believe. We are. We yeah. are definitely like that. We're, we're Trevor and Eileen. We're not just Trevor, we're not just Eileen. We're, we're, yeah. we're the, the dynamic duo, as someone has said. And uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. And, and definitely uh, we can do this again. And then Trevor and I would be happy to, to join you. Thanks for giving us a listen. As we move forward with this situation, with this thing that's us, let's never forget that we are all in this together. No matter what else happens, we're all in this together. Thank you.